Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Monday, April 13th. Uh, It's the Monday after Easter 2020, and um, we continue to celebrate Jesus' resurrection. So the devotions this week, uh, we're going to walk slowly through uh, John 20 and 21. His account of of what happened when Jesus rose from the dead and and shortly thereafter. Um, When I started doing these earlier, in response to the COVID-19, putting these devotions together, uh, first thing we did was we went through the Gospel of Mark, and I read the whole chapters. I'm not going to do that at this point. We're just going to take these small chunks of of John 20 and 21 and and focus in and meditate on them. Uh, The other thing that I want to highlight for you in these devotions is that the prayers are coming to us out of the Lutheran service book. we have the, this beautiful resource uh, in the Lutheran service book with uh, prayers and, of course, the hymns and the psalms. We're used to having those in our hymnals. Uh, but we also have the catechism in there, and, and there are other great resources throughout that, uh, that wonderful book of worship that, uh, that we have been blessed with. And um, there are links to where those prayers are from in the text of the uh, uh, the devotions that are posted online. And of course, there are links in order to get the Lutheran service book uh, for yourself if you were to desire to do that. So we begin with our baptism, remembering, as it says in Mark 16, verse 16, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And so as we hold on to that salvation, uh, we make that symbol that points us to where our salvation was one, the cross, and so we make the sign of the cross saying, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. Heavenly Father, as I arise today, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit into my heart to direct and rule me according to your good and gracious will. Today will be full of joys and sorrows, blessings and burdens. When my life is good, Help me to not forget your presence, lest I become ungrateful. When times are difficult, comfort me and help me to know your love and blessing. Defend me from all error and false belief and lead me into all truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The scripture reading for today is John chapter 20, verses 1 through 10. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. 
Both of them were running together. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen clothes lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in its own place. The other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. This uh, account of Jesus' resurrection, there, there are all kinds of beautiful things in here, and I would love to, to, to tease them all out, but we would spend the whole week on, on this small section, I think. Um, but as, as we look at, at Jesus' resurrection, a couple of things are, that strike me. First of all, uh, we have Mary Magdalene at the tomb early. We're going to find that, that Mary is going to be the first res- witness uh, to the resurrection. And tomorrow I'm going to talk about why that's important. But the other thing that grabbed me, uh, one of the other things that grabbed me, is that it says that she looked up and she saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. And maybe that doesn't seem like you know, that big of a deal, and maybe it's, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Um, but it, when I read the Gospel of Mark yesterday, the women asked the question, who will roll away the, the stone from the tomb? And here it says that the stone had been taken away. And my mind went back to John chapter 11 when Jesus raised Lazarus. There it says that Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, "Uh, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Now, when we read this, this whole account of Jesus' resurrection, notice the, 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 the taking away of the stone. Basically, what Jesus did for Lazarus is, is what happened for Jesus here, that the angel took away the stone and God called him out. And I think that there is a, a good reason to think of this image where Jesus stands outside of the grave and, and says to Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. That the father does the same for the son, Jesus, come out. It's time to come out and to be alive and to bring life to the world from the dead. Now, as it goes on, you know, the disciples, they have their little foot race and, and they go out there and they see the linen cloths laying there. Um, the significance being, I think that uh, if somebody were to steal a body, they're probably not going to unwrap it. They're, they're just going to take everything and, and run off. And uh, um, they recognize that something's going on here, particularly because that head cloth has been rolled up and set aside by itself. Again, if you're going to steal a body, you're not going to take the time to neaten up afterwards. 
And it says that they did not yet understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Why did Jesus need to rise from the dead? I think part of this is because death is the ultimate mark of what sin does to us. Death is the final enemy. Death is that last piece that that holds on to us. It is the wage of sin. It is the the final consequence that we all uh, experience in our lives. And Jesus defeats it. Jesus destroys death. And they didn't understand then that he must rise, even though he had told them that you know, the Son of Man must suffer and die and then rise after three days. Um, he needed to do this in order to complete our salvation. And so we live in that hope that Jesus is risen from the dead. The passage ends with what might seem like a bit of a downer, that the disciples went back to their homes you kind of imagine them perplexed uh, going back to wherever they were staying in Jerusalem. And um, I don't think that we need to, to take it that way. Uh, they, they went back. They went back to their lives. And uh, we kind of do the same thing. We go back to our homes. Now, they went back without the understanding that Jesus must rise from the dead. We have the benefit of, uh, of the rest of the Easter day story, the, the rest of the accounts of what the resurrection means. And we, we will go on with our lives, just as we always have. But we go on a little bit differently because we have the hope that we know that Jesus did indeed rise and he did it in order to redeem us and to save us. That gift is for you. It's a gift that's delivered to you in your baptism. And so you get to live today in your homes as you go about your, your work, if you're still allowed to work, and, and all of those uh, other aspects of your lives. You get to go knowing that Jesus is risen from the dead. And because he is risen from the dead, everything is going to be okay. We joined to pray today for faith to understand and, and to believe God's word and for God to increase our faith, hope, and love. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word. Uh, we, we recognize that the disciples did not understand from the word. They did not understand from the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. There are times that we don't understand what your word is saying. And so we ask that you would pour your spirit out on us, that you would open your word to us so that we could understand what you are telling us here. And that understanding we might believe your word. And that even when we don't understand, that we would believe you and trust you, what you tell us. And Father, we ask that you would increase our faith, that you would bless us in this time of of uncertainty in the world, this time of pandemic, that our hearts would be set on you with faith to trust that Jesus has indeed overcome death and he has given that gift to us that we too will overcome death. And because of that, we ask that you would give us hope, 
and that you would help us to be beacons of hope in this world because many people are scared and we know that you have blessed us to know that there's more beyond. And so we can face each day with hope, trusting that, that you are with us always. And then filled with hope, we ask, Lord, that because you have loved us, that you would help us to love one another and help us to love our neighbors in order that they can know this hope, in order that they can trace that back to our faith, in order that they might meet you and know your salvation for themselves through Jesus, through his cross, and through his empty tomb. We pray these things in Jesus' name, and we pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you for being with us for this morning devotion. And I hope that you'll come back and join us for an evening devotion that having lived today by faith, that we would end the day in the comfort and consolation that Jesus is risen from the dead. God bless and keep you.